What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? All right, guys. So, you know, some of us likes to some of us like to drink around here, you know. <laughs> and uh, Samuel Adams actually has a new beer coming out. It's part right. of their Utopias brand. It's um, every two years they kind of come out with a new edition. But this one in particular is illegal in 15 states. So if Wait, you, why is it illegal? Because it contains 28% of alcohol by the volume. Ooh. So it's wow. more than five times the potency of typical U.S. brewers. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't you can't have it in like 15 states. So mostly in like the southern states, you can't have it. But Utah, I was like, out of all places, Utah. But I'm like, okay. Um, wait, wait, what do you mean? Like Utah is one of those places where like it's hard to find a drink sometimes. Yeah, well, there's like dry towns in Utah. Uh, I have my friends always drunk, so. I mean, he drinks yeah, a no, lot. there are places <laughs> that it's hard to find a drink sometimes in Utah. Like, still, even to this day in 2021. When I've gone to and visit yet this him, place he's... Is ava- this beer is available or this drink is available in the state of Utah? No, 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 it's not. So oh, it's Utah's not available not. in yeah. certain southern states okay. in yeah. Utah. Yeah. yeah. So Georgia won't have it, Mississippi, Montana. So, anyways, 15 states. See, I don't understand that about the southern states. I guess technically that's what they would i mean those are like more um conservative religious states in that regard like mm-hmm. bible belt is what they i guess is right. what they traditionally call it mm-hmm. but bro you go to those i've been to a game at, at the university of georgia and people are getting down okay so i mm-hmm. i don't know how they I make mean, some moonshine of those yeah exactly they make their own thing yeah i had I kentucky moonshine too. Mm. yeah that like the southern states you'd think that they'd be big proponents of like the high of uh, let's go yeah yeah nope so yeah so it's gonna be difficult to find anyways because they're only gonna make thirteen thousand bottles of this beer and it's expensive as hell Bro, but 28 percent. like think about it most liquors are 40 percent alcohol by volume yeah that's pretty strong it is <laughs> is what i would say but get, like, if you grab any... go ahead sorry if you get any bottle of anything, tequila, whiskey, whatever, like it's about 40% alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. If any of you guys ever see this anywhere, get a bottle for me because I want to get it for my dad because my dad is obsessed with Sam Adams. That's like his favorite beer in the world. That's all really? he drinks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel really? like. Should have been it, Oktoberfest, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it was all over in Cincinnati. I love it. But the retail price is $240 um, for, the, for the beer. It, so they make it every two years, and it started in 2017. The cost was $199, and then it just kind of keeps going up every two years. Good so, Lord. Yeah, it's I can honestly bucks. tell you guys right now, um, I don't drink Sam Adams. I mean, it may be a great beer. I don't really know. It's just not my beer. beer. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't drink it. Um, and if you told me, hey, you can pay $240 for this 25-ounce bottle of beer, I'd be like, no chance. But I think the smart move is, we're limiting it to 13,000 bottles, so hoping right. to drive demand. Mm-hmm. Scarcity. Yeah. October 11th, if you guys want to buy this, a 28% alcohol by volume of Samuel Adams beer. All right. Mm-hmm. If you're a big beer person, this is like a funky special beer. So there you go. Uh, all right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So Steve Ballmer sat down after the groundbreaking ceremony last week for the Clippers with Ramona Shelburne for ESPN television. And I saw the interview today on the jump when I was there. And he had a specific comment about the Lakers fans when it comes to the Clippers being good now. And I felt like it was forget about like 
a perceived shot. I mean, it was a direct missile launch at Laker fans. And I don't know if anyone's actually heard him say this because I was listening to Mason in Ireland when I was driving, um, you know, in the middle of the state of Washington trying to get to Pullman on Friday. So they didn't talk. They talked about some of the things he said, but they didn't play any of the audio to my knowledge, at least not when I was listening. So here's what Steve Ballmer said specifically. I think for enough years, the Clippers were bad enough. Everybody could just kind of ignore the Clippers. We're good now, and we're going to be good year in and year out. And I think some of the fans uh, on the other side, if you will, it's like, what? You dare? You dare to question our supremacy? No, we, uh, we do. We got our fans. We use our expression, L.A. our way. The other guys feel a little threatened. That's okay. It means we're doing good. Now, Lauda, you are the resident Laker fan born and raised, okay? These are facts. You heard Steve Ballmer take a scud missile, shooting it right at Laker Nation. Mm-hmm. What happens there? What, what, what was your reaction? They still don't win. They still don't got nothing. So I don't <laughs> care. Like, come at me, bro. You don't got no chip. You got a nice fancy, mancy thing coming your way. Okay, cool. Your millions can't buy you a chip. Bye. Once you get a chip, we'll talk. Well, what what does happen? If if the Clippers were to ever win a championship, then what happens? Then they'll say, win win 15 more. No, then you got a chip. Then no, got, that's not true. You know what I mean? You got a chip. Okay, congrats. You would so. say that. But there are a lot more people that would be saying, win 15 more and then we'll talk. Yeah. Well, that's that's what one fan base would say to another fan base when when the Laker fan base is, and I'm putting this in quotes, but is offended how dare you be in this town? How dare you share our building? Mm. How dare you put up street signs promoting this as if it's yours rather than ours? How dare you guys? I will tell you this, George. I give Steve Ballmer a ton of credit for being smart enough to realize, you know what? This is a Laker town, and we mm-hmm. are the secondary uh, resident of this town. And by playing in the same building when we're the home team and it says Clippers at midcourt, but we're playing against the Lakers and the whole building is Laker fans. You know what we need? We got to get our own place. We cannot yeah. be the secondary resident in their no, no, no. building. Not even secondary. Tertiary. The Kings are mm-hmm. ahead of them. On the well, what I board. mean by secondary is second basketball team. My, my right, only point right. is, is this. Having your own building, having your own part of town, putting your new arena next to a legendary spot, putting it next to the greatest sports stadium on the planet now, um, they have found a great place to build a new arena. And listen, if they win, people will go. The honeymoon will last two or three years. Everybody will want to go in. They'll want to see the arena. They'll want to check it out. They'll want to test out the food. They'll want to see how quickly you can get in and out of the bathrooms because that's a big thing that he's bragging about. But seriously, the honeymoon only lasts a couple of years in a new building. Wait, wait, but what what was the bathroom thing? Because I missed that. Everyone, I saw people <laughs> tweeting about that. What was the bathroom thing? So, Bomber says that one of the things that drives him nuts is when he goes to a game and it mm. takes forever to get in and out of the bathroom. I mean, and it is so, a problem. Yeah. So now, what he's doing in this new arena is he's going to have one toilet per every 27 fans. So if I could try and do the math on the air, and I can't, so if somebody has a calculator, if you have 15,000 people in an arena and you have one toilet per 27 people, how many toilets 
are now in this new Clipper arena? This is a good algebra Over question. Over 555. Really? Did you just do that on the fly like that, Laura? Of course I did. Wow. Wow. No, I'm, I have a calculator, bro. It's called an iPhone. Oh, okay. Calculate <laughs> that thing. All right. So, so that's what he's been talking about is he goes, I, this, is, this is bomber. I've become obsessed with toilets. And then he goes, toilets, toilets, toilets. And I'm like, you're a billionaire worth a hundred billion, hundred billion, whatever the dollar figure is. And you're consumed with the toilets. He just wants to make the experience the best it can be. I give him credit for that because he needs to. They've got to do something different. Playing basketball and playing a winning brand of basketball is not enough. You're always going to be the, the stepchild of L.A. Build a new arena, make it dope AF, and keep on winning. Maybe you can build a fan base. Maybe. Maybe. Not it's going to take time, a long time. And it's well, going to take sustained winning because they were a joke for a long time. Like, not just bad, like arguably the worst organization in sports prior to him. I think that's that's probably a fair statement based on who the previous owner was. But you get a new owner, you get a new building, you make the new building as technologically advanced and as user-friendly. How about this? You make it ergonomically advanced. Mm. Can we use that word? Yeah. 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 Okay. Good posture. Yeah. I mean, you might uh, you might actually be able to attract some people who say, I can't afford Laker tickets or I can't get to Laker games or, you know, the traffic is not so good getting into downtown. I mean, I'm just trying to make something up as to why somebody would want to go to a Clipper game instead of a Laker game. But I believe having your own building is where it starts. Oh, no, no. I, listen, I agree. They needed their own place because, again, as we mentioned, they're the third damn tenant. But I'm curious. And, Laura, play it one more time when I tell you. I want to hear what Laker fans have to say to Steve Ballmer after he tried you like this. Go ahead, play it, Laura. Or not. Do we have it? Now, we have been having some computer issues in studio. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to bail Laura out with that excuse whether or not it's true or false is immaterial. And even if it wasn't true, let's just say it anyway. Yeah. Laura, do we have the sound we just played? Okay, go ahead. I think for enough years the Clippers were bad enough Everybody could just kind of ignore the Clippers. We're good now, and we're going to be good year in and year out. And I think some of the fans uh, on the other side, if you will, it's like, what? You dare? You dare to question our supremacy? No, we, uh, we do. We got our fans. We use our expression, L.A. our way. The other guys feel a little threatened. That's okay. It means we're doing good. Wow. Threatened. Talking down to you, making the voice. How dare you? you How you feeling? You question our supremacy? What? I mean, this is my man is talking smack. Where you at, Laker fan? 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. All right, we'll get to your calls. Coming up next, though, USC and UCLA have two completely different days. And as wild as it sounds, each of them... You know, one team has a better record than the other, but the team with the worst record, I think, feels like they're headed more in the right direction all of a sudden. We'll explain why in a moment. Stick around. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Man, do you remember, this is, was this the weekend's first real hit, Starboy? Laura? I think so. I think Lindsay? so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying right to remember. Here, or was it, I, I can't feel my face, was that one first? No. I don't remember. I, feel my face when I know, I think that you. one was later on. But I love yeah. What, what, what did you say, Kevin? That's where I ran out of the words. You know, like, I, I got the first part. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I... You know what he's talking about, right? Well, I've heard you know what, what that song's about, that, right? That, what, what it's about. Yeah, it's about uh, powder. Yeho? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I've heard people say that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. I haven't heard anyone call it that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> What, yayho? <laughs> yeah. Yay-yo! Yay-yay-ho. Hey. No. Can I get some yay-ho. yay-ho all up in here, please? Oh, man. No? It's not the right word? <laughs> no? The weekend? Is that really what the song was about? Because you can't feel his Allegedly. face you? Yeah? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Hi, yes, me. Yeah, I Can't Feel My Face was the first one, according to uh, Wiki. You can't help them all sometimes, you know? Just, yeah. Mm. Lord. <laughs> um, I would watch – he's one of the few acts I would definitely pay no matter – no, like new acts, no matter what the money is, I would pay to watch him. I want to go see him so bad. I think he's coming to L.A. in, like, December. Is he? Yeah, they've rescheduled it, like, four times. He had, like, four I shows know. scheduled. Well, he was doing – not only was he doing Staples, he was doing the Forum. Which, by the way, what are the Clippers going to do with the Forum? Are they just going to tear that thing down? Now, that's a good question that I'd love to know the answer to. So let me get this straight. You're going to have the Forum. You're going to have the new Clippers Arena. And you're right. going to have SoFi Stadium all within walking distance to one another. Why, why would you need two arenas right next to each other? Uh, well, one of them currently is a concert venue. So they own that so they can make money off concerts. And then I would imagine eventually they'll just get rid of the Forum and just let the concerts happen at the new arena. Into well, right, because you, if you're a concert goer, you're like, listen, the forum was great back in the 80s. But now no, it's got still to... great. Well, but compared to what they're going to build, it's not going to be as great. Wait, right, compared to what they're going to build. But right now, I would take a concert at the forum over a concert at Staples. Why is that? The acoustics are Sounds better. way we better. better. Really? Way better than so Staples. So much better. Really? Not even close, in my opinion. Hmm, Okay. All right, I didn't know that. It pains me to say that now because of who owns it, but it's true. It's it's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. It is the better venue for concerts. There's no doubt. Laura, would it, how mad would it make you if Balmer just tore that thing down? Tore down your I don't want to talk about that. I <laughs> don't want to talk about that. Why are you why you are you much? being so negative on a Monday, Sedano? I'm why? not being negative. I'm just asking you questions. Is Balmer's talking all this smack is all I'm saying. I mean, he wants to do that because you know what? I mean, it brings him it brings him to light because people start talking and, you know, he needs the Lakers brand to move his brand. That's just what wait, it is. but it would be like the heel of heel moves. I think like, I mean, he's it, a billionaire. He can do whatever the hell he wants. I mean, he literally built this state. He's building this stadium, this into it arena or into it dome or whatever it's called, whatever it's called. Um, yeah. yeah. By like with the money in his couch cushions, Kaplan. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, guys like Steve Ballmer are determined to win.
And, you know, he's not from L.A. Mm -hmm. You know, he's from Seattle. And in his opinion, it's like, okay, I've made all this money. I've moved my operations, or at least part of them, down to L.A. I've bought an NBA basketball team. He's going to behave this way whether he bought the Los Angeles Clippers or the Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, he's a, I'm going to say he's a Mark Cuban-esque kind of character, you know, where he's sitting at courtside and he's cheering like crazy. He's got his hand in his mouth. You know, he's losing his mind. And he's not one of these owners who, you know, is kind of behind the scenes. He's very front and center. And so he's not buying into the L.A. is a Laker town and that's the way it's always going to be. He's buying into... I'm going to build a kick-ass new arena. Mm. I'm going to get people to come to this venue because it's going to be a better place to watch a game, mm. and I'm going to convert people into Clipper fans because we're good now. Yeah, right. Now, I don't know if he's really going to be able to do it, nope. but when you've got that kind of money, with that money comes a gigantic ego, mostly because you get what you want everywhere you go, and he's going to try to get what he wants, which is to convert at least half of L.A. into Clipper fans as opposed to just pure Laker fans. Mm-mm. All right, let, let's go to the phones here because uh, I am curious to see how people feel about Balmer's shot at Laker fans specifically. But, Lindsay, before I go to the calls real quick, um, you are a wrestling person. I mean, oh, yeah, the, I heel love wrestling. Move, the, the heel move of heel move to, like, get rid of the forum? Yeah, but I feel like I don't. I don't think it would actually happen. I think he would threaten to do it. And then he seems like a guy who just wants everybody to like him and like his product and like his team, right? Yeah, but so why would like, you have two arenas next door to each other? I don't know. It's a great question. I mean, I feel like that would just be like a sin. Isn't that, wouldn't it be like an L.A. sin to just tear down the forum? But, Everyone would hate him. You're right. Well, People but, would hate him more. But on the yeah. other hand, on the other hand, it might be a move where you're like, hey, look, I'm worth this amount of money. I bought this team from one of the worst owners in, in sports. I've turned it into a, a consistent winner, not a championship team, but a consistent winner. And for me to have my team compete, I need a brand new state-of-the-art building. And yeah, I got it. The Lakers used to call this place home, but that's mine now. So what am I going to do? Have two competing arenas yeah. right next to each other? That's stupid. Get rid of one. Build a new one. And that's what I'm thinking Bomber's thinking. You hear what I just did there? I'm thinking what he's thinking. Yes. Yes. Let's go to David in Palm Springs. David, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> you know what? I, I think, for one, if he's going to get rid of the forum, that would be no way to gain half of the Laker fans. That would be a big mistake, for one. Um, and I do get some of what he's saying. Like, as a Laker fan, you don't want him to win a chip while he's still sharing the building with us. So that's, you know, part of the what he's saying I agree with, but he really has to win a chip. He's crossed town. If they don't win a chip over there, what's to stop all the Laker fans from flooding in there like they do? It's a short drive, so that's not going to change anything. He has to win a chip, you know, and as a Laker fan, it's kind of like they came from San Diego, and it's almost like they've been crashing on our couch for 20 years, and, you know, sometimes we come home and we might uh, have a date with us and we got this guy in his boxers, you know, <laughs> on the couch. It's time to maybe like move this. and you're going to have to win a chip to do it. That's what I think. Yeah. Well, listen, having your own building is a start. I'm not talking about winning a championship or not winning a championship. I'm just talking about if you're going to try and build a fan base, the one thing you cannot do 
is be the Lakers' little brother or be the guy who's crashing on the Lakers' couch because you're intrusive and offensive in some ways. You got to have your own building. You got to have your own place where you say, This is our home. We don't change mid court based on who's playing. We don't change the colors that are wrapped around and, and on the LCD lighting. This is our building. And listen, I think, just by the way, George, since we're talking about this, I think what will happen is in 10 years or 20 years, whatever it may be, the Chargers, when they sell to a multi billionaire, they're going to find the same thing. They're going to want their own place. And that's what I think the Clippers are doing. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, no, I get it. What, but it would need someone with deeper pockets for sure. Aaron in the OC, what's up, Aaron? I mean, it's simple. Who's going to be excited if the Clippers win an NBA championship? Uh, Clipper Daryl, uh, Marcellus Wiley, and Balmer, and all thirteen of their other fans. And Billy Crystal, don't fans. forget about Correct. Billy Crystal. <laughs> Billy Crystal is actually a Clippers fan. So you don't you don't even know these things. Um, two, it would be an ultimate flex move if Ballmer were to tear down uh, the Great Western form. I feel like that would break my heart, but it would be a super billionaire flex move. Um, three, Lindsay Baseball smoke show. Follow her Thanks. on Instagram. Thanks. All right, <laughs> following Ding. her at the gram at Lindsay Baseball. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. Smoke show. That's All a great right, compliment Joe, it, when, you, when you're when you called a smoke show. That's a great compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah no it doubt. is. No, Thank that, you very much. There are a few things that are, are, I guess, would be uh, more uh, – few things that would be more flattering than being called a smoke show. Uh, I mean, that's good. That's that's good because it's not, like, creepy. You know what I mean? Like, that's a nice, good compliment. Good, solid compliment. Right. Yeah, yeah. By the you know, way, sometimes compl- people tend to get, you know, a little creepy. Oh, you think? Uh, speaking of compliments, Jared Goff, congratulations to him. 7 nothing lead on the Packers. You know, People George, are starting to freak out on the Packers a little bit. I'm here. watching this game just like you are. Monday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers at home after getting annihilated in week one by the New Orleans Saints, only to have the New Orleans Saints come back in week two and get blown out themselves. Aaron Rodgers taking the field after Jared Goff on the first possession scores a touchdown for Detroit. Not him, but, you know, he gets the, the Lions into the end zone. Yeah. That's an impressive start for Detroit on the road in Green Bay. Yeah, no doubt. Let's go to Joe in Pasadena. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, who cares what Bomber says? He's trying to create a rivalry that doesn't exist. We don't care about the Clippers. We don't care what they're doing. Move out of our stadium. That's that. Who cares? Stop giving him attention. Stop listening to him because that's what little brothers do. They just raise their hands and throw their hands around and create a fit and all this drama just to pay attention to them That's, you, you know, know what that is an interesting concept joe uh, it's an interesting concept um because i have I, I, two children the seven-year-old she's a sweetheart she loves her little brother her little brother a little bit of a brat sometimes and i love him his birthday's today happy birthday but he's a little he, uh, thank you he's a, he's a little bit of a brat and a pain in the ass uh to your point so there is some of that well, but you know the other part of it, George, is like if you're if you're Steve Ballmer, though, you're looking across the way at the Lakers and their ownership, and you're going, "Look, I got more money than these guys have. I can throw more resources into this. I can build an arena that that is comparable to what SoFi Stadium is, and and I can host Olympics here in in eight years, and all these other things. I'm going to try and overwhelm people with my state of the art 
techno thinking and I got the money to do it on my own. So I'm going to give people something that they've never had before. I'm going to give them an experience they've never had before. I'm going to try and convert them into Clipper fans. Now, it's going to be awfully hard to do. Yeah, not easy for sure. Not by any stretch of the imagination in this town. There's just too much winning going on. You know, too much, too much of a legacy. Uh, all right, listen, coming up next, we've got Radio Tinder, one of the most popular segments here on this very radio station that Lindsay has brought over uh, with her. And we're giving away a chance to win a million dollars. Every Monday, we have Million Dollar Mondays. We're not giving away a million dollars every Monday, but every Monday we are going to give you a chance to win a million dollars. This is insane, uh, by the way. There's nobody in the history of sports radio that has ever done a million dollar giveaway. So, I, I mean, I don't know that to be true or not, but we'll just roll authoritative. with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and we will explain how you can win a million dollars. You've got to be listening in at 540 or so, 540, in between 540, 545. We're going to give you a chance to potentially win a million dollars. It's going to be very simple. We'll explain it after Radio Tinder. So don't go anywhere. We'll take your calls as well. Keep them coming, Laker fans, as Steve Ballmer's calling your butts out. 710 ESPN back in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yeah, it is time for Radio Tinder. Don't forget, in about 10 or 12 minutes, we're going to give you a chance to win on Million Dollar Mondays. Here's the deal. All right, if you want to line it up right now, or if there's people on hold, you get a chance to, to play directly. Uh, before anyone else calls in, but you can call at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Here's the deal. This is how you win on Million Dollar Mondays, okay? You got to predict the teams and the final score of Super Bowl 56. But how are we getting them to call in, Linz? That's the question. We're going to do that at the end of Radio Tinder. You're going to tell the people how to do that, but let's play Radio Tinder first. All right, guys. So, last week... A Bolivian woman claimed in a now viral Facebook post that she found a severed human finger inside her fast food hamburger. Unfortunately, the gruesome discovery wasn't made until after she'd already taken her first bite. Uh, Her post, which contains very graphic photos and a video from the incident, has nearly 200,000 views. And the restaurant that's in question here was temporarily closed and fined in light of the unfortunate incident. Now, this particular story, I don't know if it's real, I don't know if it's true... It's a little extreme, but have any of you guys ever found an unexpected surprise ever in your food? Swipe left or swipe right. Sedano, you could go first because I feel like you might have a, a good answer for this. I don't actually. Swipe left. Oh. I've never had anything like that happen to me um, where I found some random thing. In, uh, I'm actually thankful that that's been the case. I've been very <laughs> lucky because I know people that have found crazy stuff in their food, and I'm like not what? one of them, you know, fortunately. Like what? I mean, just like 
animal stuff, you know what I mean? Like, and things of that nature. Like, just Mason recently found, yeah, he, he, he found what he believes to be, he did take a picture of it. We never determined, but it looked like yeah. a human tooth inside of yes. a, a Oh, that's sandwich. right. In a sandwich at Starbucks, mm -hmm. right? Oh, I remember mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cap, what about you? No, I'm going to have to swipe the same direction as George here. I'm going to swipe left. Um, you know, like the worst thing that I've ever seen in food is like a big, long hair, you know? And oh, I'm, the kind of, I'm the kind of person that, like, I'm eating something that I'm really into, and then I'm like, oh, gross, look at this freaking long-ass hair. Ew. And then I take it out, I push it off to the side, I drop it on the floor, and then I go back to eating whatever I was eating. You know, like, all right, no, it's bro. a hair. Not me. I'm yeah. done. That's it, you're done? <laughs> Do you, would, you, would you send it back and say, bring me a new one with, without hair? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or I'd leave. I'd just be like, give me the bill. Yeah. I have a kind of gross one. Well, oh, I think it's pretty oh. gross, yeah. So when I was younger... I was probably like 10, maybe 12 years old, and I went to open, I was the first person to open the box of new cereal. I believe it was Golden Grahams, because that was my favorite cereal, and I opened it up, and the box was brand new, and it was filled with moths. Like, there were moths Ew. inside the cereal, like, eating it. It was the nastiest oh, thing. And I wrote the company a letter and told them how disappointed I was, and they sent me, like, coupons for, like, 150 boxes of Golden Grahams, and I never ate them again. Well, I hear these stories about people, they say, well, I, I opened up a hamburger from a fast food place and a human finger fell out of it. I'm like, did that really happen? Like, really? Because I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how the human finger got in there. Was it the guy who was cooking the burger just so happened to accidentally cut his finger off and then he's running around the kitchen going, where the hell's my finger? Oh, no, it was in somebody's burger. Or... Was it some place where somebody was actually making the burger patty? And they're like, my finger fell off. Oh, no. What happened to it? And then somebody winds up eating a burger and the finger falls off. When, the, when I hear these stories, I'm like, I don't believe it. I mean, I'm skeptical yeah. myself, but, you know, it's the Internet. Everybody's got a story, right? Mm -hmm. It is hard to believe. That's for sure. I don't think there's any question. All right. What's next? All right, well, speaking of things that are hard to believe, a woman cannot believe her boyfriend is refusing to sit next to her on their vacation flight. She asked my favorite Reddit page, Am I the A-Hole, to weigh in. Her boyfriend makes more money than her. When they decided to travel for a vacation, he wanted to splurge on an expensive airline. She wanted to fly a cheaper one, but she agreed to spend the extra money to sit next to him. And then he told her that he was going to be upgrading only his seat to first class. She wrote, we've been together a little over a year. I'm still in college and don't have a ton of money. He graduated a few years ago and makes six figures. He wants to go on a trip with me in a few months, which I can afford as long as I don't splurge on too many extras. He wants to upgrade to first class for himself because he's six foot two and it would be more comfortable for him, especially during a long flight. I can't afford the ticket and he doesn't want to pay for two of them. I'm kind of upset, but I know it'd be more comfortable in, for him. Is the boyfriend the a-hole here swipe left or swipe right cap i will swipe right he is the a-hole um look if you and you you have a girlfriend you're a guy you have a girlfriend you're a little bit older she's a little younger you make some more money she doesn't make as much and you say we're going to go on a trip together but i'm six two so i have to sit in first class and you you're a little shorter than me and you can't afford it so you buy your plane ticket and you sit back there and coach if you do that you're an a-hole. And let me tell you something else. If let's just say me and my girlfriend go to the airport and we both check in for our flight and we're both sitting in coach and I somehow get upgraded to first class, I'm like, oh, no, babe, here you go. You take the first class seat. I'll sit in coach, no problem. 
Don't tell me 6'2". Oh, I'm 6'2". I'm so gigantic. I can't sit and coach. No, that's an <laughs> ego thing. He's an a-hole. He wins. Very passionate about this, huh? Yeah, that really bothers me. Sedano, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with Cap, dude. You're a jerk if that's what you're doing, bro. Sorry. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. I, I mean, really I guess no you're right, but I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be that mad, though. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, if he's making six figures, I guess like, I would be that mad. That's, that's pretty rude. Listen, listen to me. If Warren Buffett flies coach, I fly coach. Okay? Um, look, have I, have I had the opportunity to fly first class? Yeah, when I've upgraded or I've used points. But this, I've flown to Europe, coach. I flew to Fiji, coach. You can do it. If you want to get to the end place, you can do it, okay? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly first class and put my girlfriend back in coach? No, no, just... I would never do that. If you're going to fly in first class, you need to, whoever's coming with you, if you're the one buying, like if you're flying together, like you're a couple or whatever, then you got to go together. Yeah, especially on a long flight too. Like six hours, making her sit by herself on a six-hour flight, that's pretty rude. Yeah, that's terrible. All right. Hey, babe, get in next? the back. I'm going to be up here. I'm going to be watching movies. I'm going to be eating a bunch <laughs> of free food, drinking all the free booze that they give me. Oh, and if you, you want can't go anything, to the bathroom up here. Sorry. Yeah, right. Oh, the curtain's closed, by the way. Don't even look up here. Don't even look up here. You get in the back with everybody else. All what right. Last one here. The Cleveland Browns have launched a new free option for fans to enter games at First Energy Stadium using facial recognition technology. Well, how does it work? Fans can enroll and link their ticketing account to a selfie and come to the stadium and just enter with their face. When they arrive at First Energy Stadium, they can enter in the express access lane and they can walk up to an iPad using the same type of technology. It checks and verifies that you are the correct person, pulls down your tickets, and you can even enter multiple tickets in one transaction at the gates. We're scanning each individual one. Fans, you know, they don't have to use their phone. They don't have to add tickets to their wallet, which is already a good process. But this just makes it even quicker. While it sounds like an efficient, productive process, do you find this at all creepy? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Yeah, I'm swiping right on that. I feel like it's kind of creepy. What do you think, Cap? I actually think it sounds like a genius idea, but one of those genius ideas that I'll never use because I'm old school and I want to hold a ticket in my hand or I'm even cooler now and I'm techno and I've got the ticket on my phone. I just don't think I'll use facial recognition. Wait, you're techno? Yeah. <laughs> tech <-y? laughs> Techno, no, no, no. <laughs> techno would be a music, yes. Right. Uh, yeah, that's why I would. <laughs> tech -y? Yeah. I feel like I mean, all listen, the facial we use... recognition stuff is creepy. Yeah, of course it is. Um, and we use it. We all do it. Like if you have an iPhone or whatever, or you, actually any phone now, even an Android, whatever, all of them. I mean, Android was probably, I believe it was first, actually. Um, like, yeah, it's all weird. Laura, what do you think? So at first I was like, this isn't going to work, so I'm going to swipe left, right? But because people use, if like if you're going to put a selfie with your ticket, you're probably going to use the coolest selfie you got. And what do people do with their selfies? They put a thousand filters on. So I'm like, they're going to go to this stadium and be like finding the person, but it doesn't even match. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know about this. Hey, that's not really you. Yeah. It's like, that's the selfie version that you gave us is like the 10th filter on it. So you can't filter real life. So, I mean, but then you said the iPhones do it. I was like, oh, you know why? Yeah, I guess it could work. It's creepy, but I don't know if, if it's going based on a selfie. I think it has to be a bare selfie of somebody, not a filtered selfie. Because then they, they're not getting in. 
half the people ain't getting in. Let's be real. That's a good happening. point. Good point. Didn't I don't know what my problem it. is with facial recognition. I use it for everything, right? You're right, George. I mean, you, you point your iPhone at your face. It's like, okay, I know you. Let you let you in. You, you go to your online banking. It's like, how do you want to sign in? I'm like, I don't know. I forgot my password, but I've got facial recognition. Click on that. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I'd be opposed to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all use it. It really is. All right. Um, all right, that's it. That's time for Radio Tinder. Coming up next, Million Dollar Mondays. Lindsay, you want to explain real quick what the hell we're doing? Sure. So we are the only station that is currently giving you a chance to win a million dollars. It's not a national contest. It's just local right here for 710 listeners. So you listen every Monday to play Million Dollar Mondays. What we're going to do this week, each Monday we'll have a different contest that we're going to do for you to qualify as our Million Dollar Monday winner. This week, our Million Dollar Monday contestant is going to have to answer a trivia question, and they're going to win uh, Rams Bucks tickets for this Sunday at SoFi Stadium, Incredible along with game. a four amazing yeah, game. Great, great seats too. Great game to go to, and they'll also get a four pack of passes to our private VIP tour of SoFi Stadium on October seventh, where you can also challenge Cap to a field goal kicking contest, and then you'll be able to enter our Million Dollar Monday contest, where you're going to give us the correct prediction to the Super Bowl, the final score, and each team. Super Bowl right, so 56. if you if you qualify, you win the Rams stuff, which is awesome already. That's an awesome prize. And then, it you know that person that wins the Rams stuff gets to tell us who they think the teams in the Super Bowl will be, um, and the final score. Right. So you got to predict, like for example, Rams twenty seven, Chiefs twenty four. Right. And that's that's your prediction, and you're in on that for Super Bowl fifty six. And if you get the two teams and the score right, you win a million bucks. So it's that simple. Every Monday we're going to be qualifying people. This week's prize is going to be the Rams stuff, which is awesome. Uh, a, a setup and a fun day at the Rams and kicking field goals with Cap. So do we? are we going to do the trivia thing here or on the other side? We'll do it on the other side. If people want to call okay. it now, and then we'll take them when we get back. All right. Call right now and get yourself up at 877-710-ESPN. We're back in a minute and 45 seconds. All right. Million Dollar Mondays. Every day at around 545. Every, every day. Every Monday at around 545. It's the only station giving you a chance to win a million dollars, not a national contest, okay? All these other stations tell you a million dollars, and it's like 7,000 radio stations. No, it's just one. It's just us. We're taking care of you. So listen every Monday to play Million Dollar Mondays. Call right now, 877-710-ESPN. The first person to answer our Sedano and Cap trivia question correctly wins this week. Rams, Bucks tickets for this Sunday at SoFi Stadium. So Tom Brady coming to town. Big game, 2-0 Rams, 2-0 Bucks. Four-pack of passes to our private VIP tour of the SoFi Stadium on October 7th, and you can challenge Captain to a field goal-kicking contest, plus your prediction for the correct team and the final score of Super Bowl 56. If you get it right, you win the million dollars. So you got to wait until after the that. Super Bowl. George, yeah. that, that, that's a really, really tough, not impossible, but a tough way to yeah. take a shot at winning a million dollars. But let's face it, yeah. if you have a chance to win a million bucks and yeah. it's pick the two teams that are going to go to the Super Bowl and what the score is, Again, the odds are a little against you, but they're against you when you go buy a lottery ticket every week as well. This is a real chance sure. to win a million dollars. However, however, if yeah. I must say so mm. myself, I mm. feel like we're burying the lead here, right? Like yeah. Rams Bucks tickets may not be a million dollars, but dude, I mean, that is an opportunity of a lifetime. Tom Brady against Matthew Stafford and Brady's playing for wait, the listen, Buccaneers. I, I, right? I know you love Tom Brady, but right. are you really comparing it to winning a million dollars? 
Not exactly, but as a sports fan, the likelihood Wait of you winning this million dollars, the odds are stacked against you. Going to see the Buccaneers and the Rams on Sunday at SoFi Stadium, that is an incredible prize. But wait a second, it gets better. On October 7th, I'm going to take a bunch of 710 listeners. We're going to go tour the stadium, and then we're going to go on the field and kick field goals together. George, I hope I don't get hurt, like pull a hamstring, quadricep, calf I mean, You were a kicker. I know, but, but George, I'm 50, man. I mean, you saw me try and do 50 push-ups. I could only do 44. I don't want to tear an Achilles. I mean, that would be pretty hilarious for the show if you tore an Achilles or something like You're that. You're right. I mean, maybe like, maybe not content. an Achilles. Can we just get you like a hamstring? Yeah, hammy would be funny. Yeah, I mean, it would be funny, but it would be painful. No, no, not the Achilles. Though. Achilles is too harsh. A hamstring would be funny. I guess. I mean, it would be funny you if it were you. You can deal with a hamstring. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to start getting out on the field here and, and warm up a little bit. I can't go in there you and make probably, an ass I mean, of myself. Bro, you, we told you that about the push-ups, dude, and you didn't listen. I set he the said bar give him a year. You. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I set the bar for you at 40, and you wanted to do 50. If you would have listened to me, you would have you would have surpassed the goal. You would have yep, looked you're different. Right. You're right. Okay. You are right. All so right, just so listen to me. Any, just stretch. What do you, what do you, okay, stretch. That's your advice. Okay, yeah, very just good. Just stretch, bro. Okay, got it. You'll be fine. You know how to kick field goals. You kick them in Division One football, for God's sake. I know. I got to start stretching, and I'll tell you right now, I'm on a massive crash course diet starting today. Okay. okay. I got to lose weight. All right. So, so anyhow, here's the deal. We have a couple, a bunch of callers on the line. Here's the question, okay? We were at Rams camp a few weeks ago and talked to head coach Sean McVay about being a good dancer. We asked him to show off some of his dance moves, and he said he needed blank to get him to dance. He said, quote, a little of it goes a long way. What did he say that he needed? What was that blank? All right, let's start with Jacob. Jacob Provencia in Pasadena. Jacob, what did Sean McVay say he needed a little blank of to get him to dance? Uh, tequila? No, that's not what he said. Judge you need to say the exact thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to say the exact phrase that he used. Uh, so you got to be listening to the show, guys, clearly. Somebody smart goes back on the podcast, actually, right now. Uh, Poe Chan in Diamond Bar. Poe, are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. All right, so Sean McVay at training camp, when we spoke to him about being a good dancer, we asked him to show off some of his dance moves live in front of us, and he said he needed blank to get him to dance, and he said a little of it goes a long way. I'm going to say salsa music. No, Poe. That's a really, really good answer for someone who was a good answer. You know, you just didn't know the answer, so you came up with salsa music. Very solid. Very good. Would get me to dance. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go to Andrew Lim in the OC. Andrew, these are for Rams-Bucks tickets and a chance for to compete in the million-dollar competition. So we asked Sean McVay to show off some of his dance moves, and he said he needed a little blank to get him to dance, and he added, a little of it goes a long way. What did he say? He said, um, Coffee? <laughs> no, man, thank you. Who needs coffee to dance? I mean, Come maybe, on, Andrew. Maybe, maybe Andrew thought that McVeigh was feeling a little tired and maybe he needed a caffeine pick-me-up of some sort and that'll get me dancing, but I don't think that was the answer. Okay. Let's go to Daniel Gallegos in Southgate. All right, Daniel, you ready? I think so. I hope so. Okay. Sean McVeigh was on with us. We asked him about being a good dancer. 
We asked him to show off some of his dance moves. He said he needed a little of blank to get him to dance and added a little of it goes a long way. What did he say? Some whiskey? No, bro. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> I you mean, sounded so disappointed. You, you guys are on the right track, but you got to use the proper phrasing that he right, used. Right. He used a very, okay. very specific phrase. He said, it's going to take this blankety and, blank, you know? And it's a very common phrase that people use. All right. Steve Korachoff. Did I get that right, Steve, in North Hollywood? That's right. Yeah, you got it right. Um, okay. Wow. Cool. Um, I I have vague recollection of of this happening, but I don't. I, I'm I'm gonna say a uh, uh, shot of whiskey. The last guy literally just said that, Steve. Thank you for the call. Like literally, just said whiskey. Yeah, he didn't say a shot of whiskey. He said whiskey. No, he didn't say a shot of whiskey. But no, I mean, no, this, this guy was very specific. A shot. It's a phrase that people use that is on that path, by the way. I, I don't even understand. Like, this is something I've used. I've said this phrase a million times in my life. It's running as a promo on the station right now. It runs as a promo. I didn't even know that. Sam Rodriguez in Anaheim. Samuel, how the hell are you? I, I, I'm doing great because I got you guys with this answer. Okay, wait. I'm going to read this, okay? We were at Rams training camp a few weeks ago. Talked to head coach Sean McVay of the Rams about being a good dancer. We asked him to show off some of his dance moves, and he said he needed blank to get him to dance and added a little of it goes a long way. What did he say, Samuel? Liquor courage. Yes! Nice. Yeah! 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sam Rodriguez in Anaheim, you win – Rams Bucks tickets for this Sunday at SoFi Stadium and a four-pack of passes to our private VIP tour of SoFi Stadium on October 7th, and you can challenge Kaplan in a field goal kicking contest. Now, here's what we need. This, the person who gets this right will win $1 million at the end of this football season. We need your prediction of the two teams in the Super Bowl and the score each team will have. If you get it right, you will be our million-dollar winner. Okay, I got the Rams, 34. I got the Chiefs, 28. So there we go. Write it down, folks. He's got the Rams, 34, the Chiefs, 28. That is Sam in Anaheim's prediction. Sam Rodriguez in Anaheim. You are our first Million Dollar Monday contestant. You won the Rams tickets, the four-pack of passes on the tour, and now you've made your prediction. Every Monday at 545 or so, we're going to do this. Congratulations, brother. We're going to put you on hold, okay? Wait, wait. Hold on. Before we put him on hold. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Hey, hey Sam, you, real quick, buddy. I got a question for you. So on October 7th, we're going to do this tour. We're going to do a little field goal kicking competition on the Rams home field. You got any experience or do I have to worry about you? No, man. I'm going to have to worry about you. That's how much experience I don't have. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right, Sam. Put you on hold. Good luck, buddy. All right. So there you go. Every Monday, 545. You got to be tuning in. It's very simple. All right. Coming up next. Speaking of big events, a big event with your okay, Los cool. Angeles Lakers. We'll get to that and see what it's about in a couple minutes.